What's good, YouTube? This video is going to be about why women like guys who mistreat them and why they don't necessarily like nicer guys or good men very much. So I got a question on Instagram. I'm still going through those. Uh, I'll probably just pull them out of my back pocket every once in a while. Um, so I'm still going through my questions on Instagram and someone asked this. Why is it that I always love guys that don't treat me right like I deserve and dislike the guys who obviously love me? There are two main reasons for this. The first of which is you don't love you enough. You don't love yourself enough like you would love a friend. If someone was shitting on and mistreating your best friend, you would never forgive them and you would never accept them. Your heart would break for your friend and you would only see their partner according to how they were treating your friend and how they made your friend feel, what their effect on your friend was. You couldn't just look past it. And we've all experienced this. Hell, I have family members right now with some weak and lame men. Men that mistreat them or men that would just never be good enough. All I see when I look at them is their character flaws and their effect on my family member. And the fact that they're just overall shitty people. They, my family members, want me to accept them. I'm just waiting for him to get out of line so I can put his ass back in line. But this ain't about me though. It's about you. What I'm saying is, until you love yourself as much as you would love a friend or a family member, until you want to protect the person you are as fiercely as you would protect a loved one, you will not be repelled by the people who are destructive to you, unfortunately. People with low self-esteem have much weaker self-preservation instincts. Get to the root of why you don't feel good enough and deal with your injured inner child. Growing to love yourself is truly a process. It takes dedication, focus, and many times, mental health counseling. And if you need that, there's a link to one of my mental health sponsors in the description box that could help. Moving on, the second reason that you might choose men who mistreat you is, is clever misdirection and subconscious programming. Subconsciously, or maybe even consciously, you think him or just men in general are more valuable than you as human beings. So many women I speak to have been raised to think and been indoctrinated with the idea that their direct value and worth as an individual rests solely on the man that they find or they serve and what they mean to him or how happy they make him. Consequently, when they can't find a man or keep one or the one that they do find abuses them or mistreats them, they accept it as due recompense for not being good enough. Many women, unfortunately, start to see themselves as property from an early age by first being miseducated about a woman's worth and then falling into relationships that naturally reinforce those ideas. Many have been programmed to think that they are less valuable than men through family with old school values or media or by the culture in their direct ecosystem. It makes it very easy to see value in men that treat you like a footstool. It makes it easy to believe subconsciously anyway that men are entitled to treat you however they choose. As long as they accept your love. From the time that women are young girls, images of princesses and queens are thrust upon them. And while they're often images of nobility. These are women whose value as a person rests directly with the man that they're attached to. The king or the prince that they can connect themselves with. Even in the fantastic stories that we hear sometimes where the woman is the hero, oftentimes her ultimate goal is to prove herself to a man. Usually a king or a powerful father or some guy who mistreated her that she wants the approval of. The happy ending, unfortunately, is always a man in power 
finally seeing that she's good enough. This perpetuates the idea that men are inherently valuable no matter what they do, or possess the power by default to either bestow upon or deny a woman her own individual value. And think about it, it's everywhere. Terms like trophy wife or housewife literally place a woman next to a possession and assumes her identity. Men are never identified like this by their relationship status or if they live in a house or their duty in the home. At this point, the programming isn't even malicious. It's just the culture of our society. No different than how many blacks, especially women born into colonized nations, often develop their self-esteem based upon how many of the European beauty standards that they can uphold, being programmed against valuing their natural inherited beauty, often holding themselves to standards not meant for them. But I suppose I'm rambling now. Back to the topic. You learn that men assign value, and those who give it freely appear to be of lower status. Because of that, the men who don't show you respect and honor become a focus and an obstacle to your self-esteem. This is why the prettiest women often have the lowest self-esteem. Men often learn to treat the prettiest women like crap. To humble them, to reduce them. Only then will they respond. And unfortunately enough, it's true. Their cup runneth over with the validation of those they believe to be lesser men. All a man has to do to stand out is invalidate them, and earning his approval becomes the focus. Consequently, women assume high status of lesser men and chase peasants who don't know a man's purpose or a woman's worth, which ironically enough is why he doesn't respect women in the first place, because he doesn't know a man's purpose or a woman's worth, not because he's valuable or high status, but because he's foolish. This kind of woman meets many foolish men in her life because she seeks them out and along the way adopts their beliefs about her as her own. She learns over time that winning the fool's love is the only path to redemption. Failure to do that means that she's failed as a woman. And if she does finally give up and accept a man who treats her well, she'll feel as though she's settling, though he may be twice the man of her miseducators. Much of what I'm trying to do is help women overcome that miseducation and unlearn it. Patriarchy has programmed you against yourself. Your original desire for the unfit man doesn't even come from you. It comes from programming. But you do have the power to change it. Women like this often date one or two good men in their lives, maybe even for long-term relationships, and say, well, that didn't work. I tried. But then they'll date 20 weak lesser men in the row and never quite disqualify them as a category. They just keep chasing more weak lesser men. More men who invalidate them, who dishonor them, who disrespect them, who mistreat them. They do this because they're programmed to chase that validation. Not because those relationships work better than the attempts that they had with good men or nice guys, which women often don't know the difference between. Good men and nice guys are different. And many times women write good men off, strong, sturdy men. They write them off as nice guys because they don't know the difference. They feel honor and respect and run the other way because they've been programmed against that honor and respect. That which is too freely given must be inherently lesser in value. But that's not always true. If a good man or a nice guy doesn't become the proper match for you and it doesn't work out, 
just try another good man or nice guy. They aren't interchangeable, but I know that people see them as the same thing. So I'm saying good man and nice guy. It's not understanding that there is a difference between a pushover man, a weak man, and a man with good intentions who just gives you respect from the very beginning. They don't often realize the difference between a guy being nervous or just excited or really liking you versus him actually being a pushover or actually being weak in his decision making, actually being weak in his leadership. But I suppose that's another video. Anyway, I think I've said enough to spark a thought or some Googling. Um, follow me on KFIC24 on Instagram. If you need one-on-one -on -one coaching, you can go to girltalkwithguys.com. The link is in the description and in the comment section. I'll get with y'all later.